Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising, proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The website that you go to is GaryAshton.com for your dream address without the stress. Sell for more if you're in the market to sell with the Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. The fine folks at Tame the Beast remind you to groom boldly and to be a beast. Be a beast with the promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. Saves you 50% off your online order. And Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Custom HVAC for your commercial business or your residence. They have you covered at Brymac.com. Let's talk about college football. Let's talk about what has been going on in the player empowerment movement. Because we've seen this happening over the past couple of years in a couple different sports. And this week, or at least in the past couple of weeks, with everything that's been going on in the United States, with more athletes, professional and collegiate, speaking out using their platforms, it has turned into something really, really interesting about the player dynamic, the power dynamic, in college football. And so I want to ask you guys, because this is where this story has most resonated for me. I want to ask you guys about what your reaction has been to Mike Gundy's week in the news. Mike Gundy, who is the Oklahoma State head football coach, the wacky guy with the mullet, the I'm a man, I'm 40, you come after me. This is the kind of person that is dominating the news cycle because he just can't get out of his own way. So Mike Gundy gets out there as head coach of Oklahoma State. He has previously talked about how players need to come back to campuses a couple months ago in the midst of the pandemic. Talked about how players needed to come back a couple months ago because they needed to essentially help the state make money. When in reality, the state should be protecting the players. The state should be helping the players to make money, not the other way around. That's not how it works. So then he goes on to talk about OAN. That's One America News Network, And that is a, uh, a conspiracy theorist, opinion-based, deeply biased news network online that has been spewing propaganda and calling, frankly, Black Lives Matters a, a crit- criminal movement. Mike Gundy has been praising uh, One American Network. He has now been caught wearing a t-shirt. Not been caught, but been photographed wearing a t-shirt. Gundy, Gundy, uh, Gundy lied, says Puka. He praised OAN. A couple of months ago. Yeah, and now he's saying that he doesn't know what they stood for, even though he's been consuming their product for some time at this point. But I want to know from you guys, what's been your reaction to Mike Gundy's week in the news? Because it has something to do with the player power movement that I want to discuss and how big a step that is for college football players to take. But first, let's hear from Mike Gundy. In light of today's tweet with the uh, t-shirt I was wearing, um, I, uh, I've met with uh, some players and uh, realized it's a very sensitive issue with what's going on uh, in today's society. And so we had a great meeting and uh, made aware of some things that uh, players feel like that can make our organization, our culture even better than it is here at Oklahoma State. And I'm looking forward to making some changes and it starts at the top with me and we got good days ahead. I'll start off by first saying that I went, around, I went about it the wrong way by Tweeting. I'm not someone that, you know, has to you know, tweet something to make change. I should have went to him as a man, and I'm, all, I'm more about action. So that was bad on my part. 
But from now on, we're going to focus on bringing change, and that's the most important thing. I had a great meeting with our team today. Our players expressed their feelings as individuals and as team members. They helped me see through their eyes how the t-shirt affected their hearts. Once I learned how that network felt about Black Lives Matter, I was disgusted and knew it was completely unacceptable to me. I want to apologize to all members of our team, former players and their families for the pain and discomfort that has been caused over the last two days. Black Lives Matter to me. Our players matter to me. These meetings with our team have been eye-opening and will result in positive changes for Oklahoma State football. I sincerely hope the Oklahoma State family near and far will accept my humble apology as we move forward. So that's Mike Gundy with Chuba Hubbard, the running back, the star running back for Oklahoma State, who first called him out on Twitter and forced, because of the attention that he was drawing to the head coach who, whether by willful ignorance or otherwise, has deeply offended many of the players in his locker room. I'm asking you guys the question here on a Wednesday night, what was your reaction to Mike Gundy's week in the news? Because I'm going to tell you what my reaction was, because it's, it's about more what Chuba Hubbard did. And I'll tell you about that here in just a second, right after I remind you about the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, and of your boy here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. They helped me find my dream address without the stress, and they can do the same for you at GaryAshton.com because they're the best in the business when it comes to real estate in Middle Tennessee. Find your dream address without the stress like I did, like Mike Vrabel did, like John Hines did with the Ashton team, or sell for more at GaryAshton.com. What was your reaction to Mike Gundy's week in the news? Don't apologize, says Brad. You wore a shirt. Had it said CNN, no one would say anything. This is BS, Brad. Brad, man, Brad is out here fighting the good fight for ignorance, it would seem, in the comments section. Brad, OAN and CNN are nowhere close to the same thing. Not even remotely so. If you had been paying attention, this is, this is the problem, okay? We have so many people, and I, I love you guys. Brad, this is the first time I've seen Brad's name in the comments section, and, uh, you know, Brad, I understand we, I'm, I'm willing to have a willing to have a discussion with you about it, but I'm going to tell you, you are dead wrong on this, brother, because there is nothing that, that, that OAN does that is fact-based journalism. CNN, for whatever you think about its political leanings, CNN, uh, probably one of the better ones when it can, now when it comes to, when it comes to clicks and, and dramatizing the news, CNN is as guilty as anybody. But OAN is not right side news. That's it. No, that's not. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. OAN is is dangerous to the public at large. OAN is somebody who has been calling Black Lives Matter a criminal movement. OAN is deeply biased and deeply racially charged in their coverage. It's opinion and it's wrong opinion. It's dangerous opinion. CNN has opinionists. CNN covers the news in a certain way. And listen, I have my problems with MSNBC. I have my problems with Fox News. 
I have my problems with a lot of news outlets, but my biggest problem is that people like Brad in the comments and Mike Gundy can't discern between fact and opinion. An opinion, frankly, that is deeply ill-informed. That's what we're talking about here tonight. My issue with this, my reaction to it, was that you look at this and you say, okay, the players all across college football, and college football there's a lot more famous players than there is in college basketball. There's a lot... There's a lot more, there's a lot, a lot more notoriety because they have to stay with the sport for a longer time. So now they have a bigger profile. Chuba Hubbard and many, listen, I frankly, I wish his name was pronounced Chuba Hubbard because how great would that be? But he is still a famous football player in college football. And because he called out his coach and continues to monitor how his coach is acting on social media, Chuba Hubbard is exercising power that college football players didn't real and college athletes didn't realize that they had until now. Now, because players are feeling emboldened, empowered, that it will not cost them their jobs or their scholarships or whatever the case may be, now people like Chuba Hubbard and the defensive lineman for Florida State who called out Mike Norvell, now these guys are rising to the occasion and understanding that this is a flawed way. Football culture has been like this for a long time. You don't take things externally, even if you think there's a problem. You talk to you talk amongst each other like men. You don't do anything that would harm the football team. And those things aren't the same thing. Mike Gundy, what struck me about that first video we watched with Mike Gundy and Chuba Hubbard is that he apologized in the first video. Completely ridiculous. Lewis says we all make mistakes. No, Mike Gundy... Mike Gundy has made plenty of mistakes in his lifetime. And honestly, I think Mike Gundy should be fired for, for the initial offense. He's totally missing the mark. This is not somebody who can be entrusted with the guidance of young people because he doesn't understand the, the, the plain and simple difference between fact and fiction. And frankly, the views being espoused by the places that he is promoting are dangerous. That's just kind of the situation. It's more than a mistake. It's a grave error. And it's one that has deep ramifications on the young people that he is responsible for. It shouldn't be like that. shouldn't be like that at all. This is what I am talking about, though. This is the big step that they have taken, the massive change that has resulted out of all of this. There's a lot of bad going on right now, but this is one thing that can be viewed positively. And it is that, and it is the, the efforts that college football players, college athletes, People who have to this point been unpaid labor and are now getting ready to head into the name, image, and likeness game, they're realizing that they have the power to force these universities into action. Because the play, the fans, they care more about the players than they do about the coaches. Coaches they can get anywhere. There's a ton of Mike Gundys out there. Mike Gundy has a good winning percentage, and that's it. He's been beating up on Kansas in the Big 12 for the better part of, uh, of a decade, and he has been, been slaughtered by real competition. I think he's like 3-12 and 12 against Oklahoma. Mike Gundy is nothing impressive, and there are a ton more Mike Gundys out there. Chuba Hubbard, though, he matters a great deal more to that football program and to its fan base, and he can affect change. Greg Olog says, look, both the players and coaches should have a good line of communication with one another. Totally fair. And this was not a good line of communication. This was Mike Gundy completely ignoring the message. It's just this, it's this, it's not the t-shirt. It's what the t-shirt represents. Pandering like most media. Who am I pandering to, Brad? No, nobody's pandering here. I'm trying, listen, I'm hearing your side of the argument and I'm telling you why it's mistaken. I'm giving you my side of the argument 
And whether you choose to listen to that, to that or not, you don't have to think that I'm right, but you can hear that difference in opinion and not call it, that's not pandering. That's, that's, a, that's a healthy discussion between two, two sides that dis- disagree. Brad and I, we clearly disagree here this evening, and we welcome these kind of discussions, but it's not pandering. What it is, is propaganda, and it's propaganda for a bad for a bad entity who should not be who should not be promoted by one of the highest paid employees in the state. Again, dangerous. That's not how it should be, especially if you're responsible for young people. Let's move on though to live sporting events because there is something going on in it feels like in the middle of all of the racial protests and riots that have been taking place across the country. News, you want to talk about pandering? What we're pandering is uh, across news is to fear porn. Do we want to watch the riots on television? Do we want to go to coronavirus this week? We can't cover both because apparently that's outside of the realm of the capabilities of all these news networks, which is deeply disappointing to me because it does not keep people singularly focused on what is the most important, and that is, I mean, racial equality is obviously hugely important, but the larger public health is I think for all of us at this time, the gravest immediate concern. And so when you look at the situations uh, that have been covered here recently, we've seen more coverage. We've seen we've seen more coverage, especially this week, of live sporting events and football game. The first football game of the 2020 season being canceled because of COVID-19 concerns. We're going to talk about this here this evening. I want to know from you guys at this point on June the 17th, would you be comfortable going to a live sporting event, whether it's, now they won't have fans being able to attend, but we'll talk about football season. Would you be comfortable attending a professional or a college football game? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will discuss these things together. You will hear uh, from Pat Forty of Sports Illustrated, one of the best voices, most informed voices on college football. Would you at this point attend a live sporting event. College or pro football, we'll talk about since that's the next one on the docket. And we have seen today our first college football game of the 2020 season be canceled. While you guys weigh in with your opinions, I will tell you about our friends at Brimac Mechanical who want you to make sure that you stay in your comfort zone with custom HVAC for your commercial business or your residence at Brimac B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's where you find our friends at Brimac. Just like O.G. Will Aiken says on Periscope, Buck, Buck Rising in the MF and House, uh, Brimac in the MF and House. Every time that you need satisfaction guaranteed on your HVAC needs. Check them out at Brimac.com. That's B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Bama, Bama Shane said he would wear a mask to a sporting event, not without a lot of hand sanitizer and cleaning spray, says Tribe Called Quez. Asking you guys here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, would you attend a live sporting event? Uh, event? Yes, by the fall, no question, says Robert. Tripp says absolutely. Yes, says Michael McDonald. No, says Lewis Chesney. The Rona man lives on. And so I ask you guys this question because today, Mark Schleyball of ESPN, he's one of their great college football writers, reported that the Southern Heritage Classic, which has been played since 1990 annually, two HBCUs, historically black colleges, play in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. The game is between Jackson State and our own TSU here 
in Nashville. That game for the first time uh, in the 31st Southern Heritage Classic on September 12th, it has been canceled. I'd go with no fear, says Jab, no mask. No fear, no mask. Jab is, uh, Jab is feeling pretty confident where uh, in a time where we've seen our first college football game of the season be canceled. And so Pat Forty went on the Rich Eisen Show. Pat Forty, one of the most informed voices in the sport for Sports Illustrated. Jab says he's a TSU grad and he would still go. Well, unfortunately for Jab, that, uh, that option is no longer available and you cannot go to the Southern Heritage Classic in Memphis because it has been canceled. And Pat Forty is telling you, We're just not exactly sure when we'll see college football season. At this point, it's anybody's guess. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I mean, this this thing has wavered back and forth a couple of times, Rich. You know, I mean, in late April, first half of May, we were like, there is no way football season is starting on time. And then all of a sudden, you know, things started to look a little better from a national health outlook, and people started talking a much more optimistic game and then it was like yeah we're gonna have players on campus and now we are having players on campus but we're also seeing a lot of positive tests we had our first game canceled today an hbcu game that's been played between tennessee state and jackson state in memphis for the last 30 years they're canceling that game scheduled for september 12th out of what they said was COVID 19 uh concerns and problems uh number of positive cases is increasing in a lot of areas uh, we'll see if there's a corresponding increase in hospitalizations and in deaths. Uh, but, you know, I just think that this, as this thing has ebbed and flowed, it's been really hard to have a definitive answer. I think we will play on time. I think there will be little to no fans in attendance. Um, but I, even then, you know, I still think if, if, if even if things are full system go by July 1st, August 1st could tell a different story. September 1st could tell a different one as well. So that's Pat Forty today on the Rich Eisen Show saying, listen, nobody knows when this is going to take place. We have seen upticks in testing, Houston football being one of the most recent to shut things down because of coronavirus, uh, positive tests, asymptomatic. We saw uh, Kareem Jackson of the Denver Broncos in the professional ranks test positive today. Monsoon Monaghan says, no mask, no entry. That will be the way of life next season. And I think that might be that might be the way that it goes. I think that we're looking about 50% capacity for stadiums, and I think that we're looking, uh, we're looking at masks definitively for everybody. Why did they cancel the game, says Bama Titan 60. Well, this is from Mark Schleybaugh. It's because on Monday, the health department in Shelby County, Tennessee, where Memphis is located, the Liberty Bowl is where the Southern Heritage Classic has been played every year between Jackson State and TSU. On Monday, the health department in Shelby County reported 256 coronavirus cases. That's the largest increase in a single day since the beginning of the pandemic. The department announced that an anticipated move into Phase 3 of reopening would be delayed as a result. This is from Mark Schleybaugh's reporting on ESPN.com. The game's organizer said the decision to cancel was made after reviewing a copy of the Shelby County Health Department's directive detailing emergency management relief efforts to address the pandemic. Last season, the announced crowd of 48,347 watched Jackson State beat Tennessee State 49-44. to So Memphis, Shelby County is saying, nah, not this year. No, it's too soon. September 12th is when this game was going to be played. This lines up directly with pro football. And this is the first college football game 
that has been canceled. Memphis is taking precautions, whether you consider them to be the correct precautions or not, they're saying we can't risk it. Can't risk the people that would show up. We cannot risk the people, the athletes that we'd be playing on the field. Also, how many are asymptomatic, says Tripp. My question, how many of these cases are positive cases, a.k.a. just carriers who have had it in the past? I've heard of many people still being positive up to a month or more. That's a totally fair question. So in two weeks, that could be gone, says Bama Titan. Yeah, all of this changes day by day. I mean, you just heard from Pat Forty, right? Pat Forty is saying nobody knows the answer to it because the information literally changes daily. And at this point, maybe maybe they could have they could have allowed the they could have allowed the planning for the Southern Heritage Classic. Bama Titan asking when it was scheduled for September the twelfth is when it was scheduled for. So they could have allowed this to get closer and made a decision maybe a month before to say, okay, we just can't go forward with this thing. They did it on June the 17th, over three, two, what, two, yeah, three months, sorry, three months before this game will actually be played. So why cancel it now, Bama Titan? I've literally just read you the statement from Shelby County. What more do you want me to tell you? I can't answer the same question over and over again. I just told you the statement from Shelby County. you got to listen. That's how the show works. Gundy should be fired immediately, says Tripp, because he's supposed to be turning boys into men. Gundy's leading these kids in the wrong direction in life. Gundy shouldn't be even allowed to coach peewee football ever again. Uh, too early to cancel that game, says Robert. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a very good argument to be made that there is a uh, that it's too early to cancel that game. I think it's too early to cancel any games at this point because we are three months almost from the season actually beginning. A little less than three months, but you get my point. We still have a lot of time and a lot more information to see how this plays out. What I will say to you, though, is what the scientists are telling these states and counties, and this is the bigger problem, right? Memphis, uh, or excuse me, TSU and Jackson State could have said, okay, we'll play this football game, but Shelby County is saying, no, this is not what we're going to do. All of these plans, whether it be for the NBA, whether it be for the NHL, college football, NFL, all of these sports are at, at are kind of held at the will of state and local governments because they are the ones who are going to take uh, who are going to decide on whether these are played. Same, you just asked why now, not a month before. Read yourself, says, uh, says Bama, uh, Bama. I literally just read the article to you. What are you get out of here? With the, what, what was this sass? This guy asking me to repeat the questions over and over again. I've literally just told you all the information, given you my opinion on it and taken yours. Don't give me the attitude in here. Read the article or listen to the show. That's all I'm asking you to do. It's a very simple job. Too early to cancel, uh, says Robert. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know whether I, me personally, I don't, I'm not the audience for this, right? I don't go to live sporting events, or I don't go to live sporting events as a fan. Like, I go to Titans games because I cover the Tennessee Titans. I sit in the press box, and I get a parking pass, and I get to eat for free, and all of these things, and I live a very sheltered life when it comes to live sporting events. That's why I don't really go as a fan. I don't, it doesn't, it does not, it's not as good an experience for me as if I was, you know, in my work environment, which is how things normally go. I'd much prefer to watch it at home under normal circumstances. But when you, and so my, my opinion is biased here, and that I'm not going to live sporting events outside of work anyway. So I'm not the person who should be asked. But I would tell you that I would be, I would be comfortable, if all things were equal, 
I would be comfortable going to a sporting event like that because I understand what my, what my risk is, given my age demographic in my mid-20s, and what the risk is for people who are more affected by COVID-19. In the, in the senior, senior citizen is probably too, too high a threshold to put it at, but people in their 60s and 70s and on up seem to have a higher percentage of COVID-19 infections. Now, that's, that's where my parents fall. That's where my grandparents fall. And if I was going to do that, I would do that with the understanding that I would not t- see my parents or grandparents 14 days after that event to make sure that I was quarantined properly in that particular case. Uh, Titans for Life, your, your comment faded. I saw, shouldn't we wait? And I didn't, I didn't see the rest of it in time. Please let me know if you wouldn't mind your opinion on the matter. I'd be happy to take it. I think it would be smart. If uh, I think it would be smart if sports would come back, they should let the fans watch watch it at home to keep them safe. Says Michael Hughes, Dom Odell talking about uh, talking about the person who was pestering me on Periscope, kick his ass out. <laughs> Dom out here, ride or die. I appreciate you, Dom. That's how we do it here on the Primetime Fam. No doubt about it. Would you attend a live sporting event right now? I I I would be more comfortable doing so than not. Because of where, where it is that my, my age range is affected by. But I would do it with a mask. I would do it with proper, proper, as, as, as proper social distancing precautions as could be implemented, whether that's half capacity in, an, uh, in a college or NFL stadium, whether that's 75%, whatever the case may be. Are people forced to go to those games? Don't allow people to still be near the NFL players, as in empty the first six rows, 50% capacity, and make masks mandatory and play football. That's just me. Robert, they're going to play football. Uh, they're going what what they're concerned about is not is not the playing of the football. Like they're going to play a season for both college and professional football. The TV contracts demand that they do so. What they are most concerned about is your liability and where they think that they could get sued if they let you into the stadium in the middle of a global pandemic. That's a big issue. Shouldn't we wait and see how theme parks cope? Before we go ahead with fans at sporting events, Titans for Life says, yes, that seems totally reasonable. In fact, Disney, when the NBA is taking is having their bubble situation down there, Disney is supposed to be in the beginnings of their reopening. Seven, yes, two, no, says Lewis Chesney. Living in Shelby County, the, the announcement of the cancellation of the game came after three days of COVID-19 cases increased dramatically. That's from Trip. Appreciate that, Trip. Thank you for the, uh, the guidance there. Uh, they make you sign waivers, they uh, says Robert White Stewart. Yes, would you be willing to sign a waiver? That's totally fair. If they want to let the fans in, they should do temperature checks outside, says Michael Hughes. Michael, man, it's going to be so uh, it's going to be so bad to get into Nissan. It already stinks to get into Nissan Stadium. You guys complain to us all the time. Us, I mean, as like people who you interact with on Twitter and and on social media. Titans fans or people who want to attend live sporting events at Nissan Stadium, they are constantly complaining about how bad it is to get into Nissan Stadium. Can you imagine if they took everybody's temperature on the way in? be a disaster. I don't know how you get that many uh, thermometers. I don't know how you keep that much clean. I I just simply don't understand how that's a feasible option. But I I think... uh, I mean the waivers. The waivers you would have to like you would have to sign a waiver immediately as you buy your ticket. Kind of like kind of like the waiver on the back of the baseball on the back of the baseball ticket, right? Where it says where if you sit outside of the fence and you get hit by a ball, it's not our fault. That's on you. That's the kind of thing that they're going to have to uh, put into place 
on uh, that they're going to have to put into place on live sporting events here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We're going to do the Tucker Agency quarantine question. We're going to make fun of SEC head coaches who were face-swapped to look like females this week. I have all 14 SEC head coaches and two bonus ones for you to make your night a little more comical here on A to Z Sports Primetime. We're going to get to the Tucker quarantine question right after I tell you guys about our friends at Tame the Beast and the promo code that saves you 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com. Tame the Beast invites you to groom boldly. You can be a beast with all of their great grooming products at GetBeast.com, just as I do, just as members of the U.S. women's soccer team do, just as Tyler Reddick of NASCAR does. We all groom boldly. Beasts of all kinds, men, women, whatever the case may be, they got you covered at GetBeast.com. And your friends at A to Z Sports have you covered for 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. Hard hair clay, yaw hand wash, tingle shampoo, nut butter, great stuff. GetBeast.com. Groom boldly, be a beast. Bama Titan says, did you see the Titans face swaps? I saw a very, very bad one of Vrabel. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty brutal. Want to know from you guys the Tucker Agency quarantine question presented by our friends at TuckerTN.com. Which SEC head coach looks best as a woman? This is where we find ourselves in the middle of coronavirus sports talk. I will put in front of you the first one leading off the bidding with Miss Nick Saban. Nikki Saban, should we call her? Either way, there you have Gus Malzahn of Auburn. Uh, I'm not sure what a female name for Gus would be. Ed Orgeron sporting a, uh, I think you'd call that a low bob. Jimbo Fisher, low-key a dime. (laughs) In a face swap with a woman. My personal favorite, you have Mike Leach of Mississippi State there in the face swap. There you see, actually, I'm not even sure who that is. Uh, but that is, uh, who I, I know, I know, uh, I, I know Sam Pittman of Arkansas. This is a good test for me to remember my SEC head coaches there. You have, uh, Dan Mullen of Florida. I think Mark Stoops looks a little bit like Melissa McCarthy. Derek Mason looks like she would kick your ass, uh, here on A to Z sports prime time. Eli Drinkwitz of Missouri SEC head coaches face swapped like women. There you see. Kirby or Karen Smart, as I like to refer. Will Muschamp has very soft eyes as a female, and I think that's a good look. Jeremy Pruitt with hair is kind of, kind of takes you aback at first sight. And just as a bonus, you have Dabo or Dab Dabora Dabora Sweeney and Paul Feinbaum as a woman, just for kicks. <laughs> SEC head coaches and Paul Feinbaum, Paul Feinbaum in drag. Which SEC head coach? Is the best-looking woman? That's the question that we're asking you here tonight on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Uh, Nick Saban says Michael Hughes, Michael McDonald in on Nikki. See, I'm looking. I'm looking at uh, as I watch Paul Feinbaum go across my screen again. I'm looking at at Jimbo Fisher, and I'm thinking, okay, Jimbo, like work it, girl. Jimbo kind of looks okay as both a male and a female. Very, very soft features. Very, very, uh, can I pick none, says Robert Stewart. You can, but that's not, that defeats the point of the exercise. Why, why, uh, why not participate in the game? It's overtaking the internet. The, the Deborah Sweeney, or I, however you would pronounce Dabo as Deborah, the Deborah Sweeney one, 
I think is by far my favorite. But we're asking you, SEC head coaches, as we go back to the film, which, which SEC head coach makes the most attractive female? This is being done across the internet for Titans players. It's being done across the internet for the Nashville Predators. Roman Yossi turns out also very attractive as a female and as a man. That's just kind of some people are blessed that way. Uh, see, there's Jimbo Fisher. I'm telling you, Jimbo Fisher, not bad. Work it. Uh, Ed Orgeron, tough. Mike Leach, probably my favorite just because he looks like, he looks like, uh, or she looks like, like a second grade teacher who's upset. I still can't figure out who that is. <laughs> I don't recognize that face at all. Uh, that's not, I know Sam Pittman. I, I can't figure out the, the, the coach before Sam Pittman. That's really going to bother me. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime. I think Tennessee will beat Bama this year, Michael Hughes. That's what you get out of SEC head coaches and drag, man. That's tough. <laughs> That's a tough one. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I fear Derek Mason, truly. Uh, didn't see Coach Doug, says MB Comer. Yeah, Coach Doug's in drag would be an incredible look. I'm telling you, I don't think it gets better. Oh, it's Lane Kiffin. Says JJ, yes, I keep forgetting that Lane Kiffin is back in the SEC. Do you think Lane Kiffin would hit on himself? Uh, yes, our excellent intern, Reed Besh. Besh, please, in the comments saying Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Muffin first and then Kiffin. Dabo Sweeney, though, I think might be my favorite. Jimbo Fisher, probably the most attractive of the group as a female. Nick Saban, given given the people a run for their money, looked like Kiffin before Pitt. I can't believe that I, fro- I forgot Lane Kiffin was an SEC head coach. What a time to be alive. I have to go with Fisher. The rest look like the original coaches with wigs on, says Johnny Lee. Uh, Pruitt, says Jeff Sawyer. Pruitt with hair is, is like, concerning. None, says Tripp. Tripp and Robert are completely out on this exercise. Jimbo, says Robert Whitester. See, that's all you had to do, Robert. You just you got to gotta lean in. You got you to gotta be a part of the joke. That's just how it's done. Jimbo Fisher, the most attractive of the SEC head coaches in drag. It's a, it's a very bizarre thing that's taken the internet by storm, but this is where we find ourselves on A to Z Sports Primetime on a Wednesday night. You guys have made it through another show. You have made it through almost a full week of primetime shows. We have one more show left to do with you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. And I look forward to putting a bow. we got a big Titans backup quarterback conversation to have. You guys are going to want to get in and discuss it with me at length because I think it's going to blow your minds, the case that I'm going to make for the Titans backup quarterback tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. In the meantime, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Tomorrow's 615 sessions, we had Alec Collum, who is a noted Bama homer and also one of my friends in the music industry down here, Braden Gall. We broke down college football. We talked at length about the SEC head coach's face swap. That is a great conversation for you and a lot of other things. The, bat, the, the quarterback position at Tennessee and Alabama, the most exciting players that we are ready to watch once college football actually takes place. It was a great conversation today on the 615 sessions, which you can get in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Yes, Logan isn't going to cut it, says Robert. Yeah, I got I got all the smoke for Logan Woodside and Cole McDonald. I'm sure they're lovely people. Uh, I haven't I, I haven't met Cole McDonald yet, but he seems like what somebody that I would really enjoy talking to. Also, I don't think that he can back up Ryan Tannehill in a year where they're built to win the Super Bowl. That's just me. We'll talk about that tomorrow night. Meanwhile, Austin and Zach, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Central Time, these very same streaming networks. You can also catch them on IG Live. 
at A to Z Sports on our Instagram page and on Twitch TV and YouTube. The boys in the mornings are everywhere at 8 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Then head over to the 615 Sessions podcast. You can catch that there before you come hang out with me for one more night on your primetime week. Before I go on vacation, boys and girls, you're not going to have to deal with me for a couple of days. You're going to get a break. I'm going to get I'm going to get a beach vacation out of it, and I think that you guys will uh, will you might miss me when you're gone. I don't know. We'll find out on Thursday when we talk about it. Until then, enjoy the rest of your night, and I hope to see all of you back here at the same time that we do this every night at 8 p.m. Central Time on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So make sure on the way out the door that you support the people that support this show. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Tennessee Heating and Cooling, Brimac Mechanical, and Tame the Beast. The Tucker Insurance Agency is where you go at TuckerTN.com, Nashville's independent insurance agency. They present the quarantine question every Wednesday night here on the Primetime Show. I'm out. Enjoy your Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace and love.